Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Wolverine Daryl. And this is episode 411, Blue Beetle Lives Down to the Hype. Or as we call it here, Michigan Beetle Ohio State for the third year in a row. Well, you know, I figure we're going to use our witty banter section to get into the obligatory Michigan talk. And, you know, just a real quick shout out to uh, my girlfriend's nephew, Charlie, if you're listening, buddy, the Buckeye suck. Sorry. <laughs> they just, anyway, I mean, let's be, uh, to be honest, they, they, they played a very good game. Uh, the thing is, Michigan in the third quarter lost their best lineman to a horrific leg injury. Mm. Uh, he had, uh, broke his tibia and fibula. Fun. Zach Zinter. Um, Will Johnson, who had been following around Marvin Harrison, and he, Harrison caught two passes on him, but he also intercepted that the first pass towards Marvin Harrison to set up the first touchdown. He was out in all of the fourth quarter. Oh. And then you come within three with eight minutes left in the game, and you don't get ball back until a minute left, which because Michigan went on a seven-minute drive. Yeah. They play well. They play much better than they did the first last two years. Oh, by the way, Michigan didn't have their head coaches either. Oh, yeah, true, uh, true, true. So yes, um, yeah. I think uh, I think Ryan Day is is not a good coach. Although I still but, firmly believe that if the Buckeyes went one and eleven, as long as that victory was over Michigan, they would consider that a successful season. Oh, 100%. They're not interested. Like, the Sucknuts are not interested in winning national titles. They're not w- interested in winning championships. They're not even really interested in getting their players to the NFL. They just want to beat Michigan, which is weird. And then um, it's like that guy you sent me who said, you know, Ryan Day is a coach on a crystal budget for Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, which is the, the greatest burn I've ever heard, and I can't wait to burn someone like that, dude. That 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 was a straight up, like super wrestling. Dude, that was a right that there. was a tongue thash thrashing. So that was that was <laughs> like um, Paul Bettany, uh, at, in in a Knight's Tale, you know, when when he was talking to the uh, the gamblers after like his fortunes had turned, and he's like, "I will eviscerate you in words." <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. So so good, so good. Speaking of Paul Bettany, we watched uh, Inventing the Abbots. Yeah, uh, Friday night. Oh, never watched. Solid, that. really. It's a solid movie. Joaquin, young Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix, young Billy Crudup, young Lib Tyler, young um, Jennifer Connelly, and you get to see her Jennifer Connellys. So you know that's always a solid. Jennifer Connelly, Will yes. Patton is in it. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot of that's it's a, a lot of it's a stacked strong talent right there. Stacked cast um right there. So and I mean it's like one of Joaquin's like earlier like kind of movies and stuff like that. It's really good. Uh highly recommend ten out of ten. Uh anyway, so um not a lot of other stuff happened this week. It was like because it was Thanksgiving, yeah. it was a pretty slow week. Um they moved Dune up, I think, a week. Um so now it's like March first. So that that's kind of cool. It would have been so much nicer if they just kept it like November. Well, okay, so here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use this as a segue to get into our talk about the Marvels and Songbirds and Snakes. Had Dune come out this week like it was supposed to, the 72 million. I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna say well because 72.8 million. So we'll say seventy three million will be will be will be super fair. That the Marvels may has made so far would probably be around forty, and that the Hunger Games the close to eighty one million that it made in the last two weeks would be probably closer to seventy five. That's fair. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so the Marvels continues to not have legs and to continue to crawl at a snail's pace. It's only at 96 million uh, internationally. 
Um, and that total has gone up. It's now 57% to 43% international to domestic. And it's sitting at a whopping $169 million. Um, and I loved um, when it comes to the Hunger Games, it is uh, $80,963,951 domestic um, and uh, $56,235,287 uh, international. So that's a 59 domestic to 41% split. And it's only at 137, um, right now, but it's a week behind or two weeks behind. Um, right. 15. Yeah. It's a, uh, no, it's two weeks. It's a week behind the Marvels, but it's already on pace to do this. But what's funny is like, they were touting like the five day weekend for, um, Songbirds and snakes. For songbirds and snakes, how like, well, it made fifty-one million. Oh, hold on, I just refreshed. So in its first ten days, it's at ninety-eight million uh, domestic, fifty-six million overseas, one fifty-four for songbirds and snakes. Uh, I thought I had the most, and then Captain Marvel or the Marvels is at seventy-six million, one twelve, uh, seventy-six million domestic, one twelve international, and one eighty-eight. Uh, worldwide. So, I mean, Songbirds and Snakes is going to catch this movie and pass it next week. Oh, absolutely, it is. So, absolutely. it did not... Like, the, the biggest day it had, um, the Marvels had, was Saturday over the weekend, uh, and it only did 2.5 million in 3,070 theaters, whereas Songbirds and Snakes did... Um, was its big day? Um, so Friday was its big day at eleven point four million uh, in thirty seven hundred three thousand seven hundred seventy six theaters. So, you know, and and there's nothing coming out. I mean, I guess Napoleon's out now. Um, Napoleon finished uh, the weekend with thirty two point five million, but I mean, this is a movie that's ripe for parody because Joaquin did not do a. Uh, a French accent. Mm -hmm. So we need yeah. we need Napoleon Men in Water Slides from Mel Brooks, where you can have <laughs> someone playing and look at the camera like Carrie always did and be like, because I like unlike some or I unlike some I can't do a French accent. Oh, I like some French uh, actors can do a French accent. <laughs> Snails, that's cargo. <laughs> <laughs> Cowardice. Yes. Uh, I retreat. I surrender. <laughs> that, was that was so, so bad. bad. <laughs> I can't do one. I can't do that one. Um, anyway, but, uh, you know, so here we are. Um, neither, like, it's, it's so crapped in Marvel. Sorry. The Marvels is, you know, here we are almost four weeks in. More than four weeks in, right? No. Three weeks. Three weeks in. Like, like its run is done. Like, it's done. Because Christmas movies are going to start coming out. Aquaman 2 comes out soon. Um, I do not think Aquaman 2 is going to be a billion-dollar movie like the first one was. But, like, I do not think... Oh, it's not going to be close. I don't think it's going to struggle to make $300 million. I don't know if that's correct Dude, or not. J honestly. Jason Momoa is a box office draw. He really is. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Look, this is the thing with because it, you can't look at this stuff in a vacuum and just say Jason Momoa. You're, you're right because it's it's more than that. And one, they and I know this was their plan is they really haven't pushed this movie at all. They're not going to push this movie from what we just was that a few months ago. We talked about like from what we read that they're not going to push this movie a lot. Right. That's working against. I, I saw the first too. commercial for it uh, today when I was watching the uh, the Bengals get beat up on. Well, it's funny because I saw one a couple of days ago and I was like, that's the first time I've seen something about Aquaman in like over a month. So that's working against it. The fact that, again, it's not superhero fatigue, like people say. Right. Yeah, some people might be tired of it. I, I will I will give you that some people. But these movies are are getting hammered at the box office because they suck right and again aquaman e even if aquaman 2 at first it looks bad it looks terrible 
I had fun with the first one. This one looks right. terrible. But even if it if it is good, it's going to have that. And I and I like using this a lot, even though you didn't see it. It's going to have that Andor issue, mm-hmm. where nobody asked for it. It and more importantly, the property that it's tied to, the last several iterations of things that have come out have sucked, and people are like, "I'm not giving it a chance." So even that with Jason Momoa, because again, Jason, I, I, have, I like Jason Momoa. You know, I, I, I him, him on screen even when he's playing a knucklehead because he is a knucklehead. It's just fun to watch him. I'm not going to go see this. I'm not going to waste time or money. No, to go see especially this. because like the money has already been sent, spent to watch it on HBO Max when it hits. So, <laughs> I, I mean, love when you say that. Like it has. I mean, this is why we're talking about yeah. Blue Beetle this this evening. Um, because we're be like, I paid for see. it. Oops, kind of keep hitting the microphone. I'm so sorry. Because yeah. uh, I'm talking with my hands more than normal. Because uh, <laughs> I already paid for HBO Max this month. It's on. We might as well watch it and make fun of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. But yeah, Review it will it. be. It, it will be interesting to see that mm-hmm. first weekend for Aquaman to to see where it goes because, I mean, if oh I had to guess God, based like, on like, and I'm not looking at any of like the tracking or anything like that, but if yeah, I, I haven't, to, I haven't seen any tracking for if it. If I had to guess, I would think it is gonna do better than forty. Like I, I think it'll do better than the Marvels. I, I really do, um, especially because they, they, the things that they have talked about is like, well, we've reduced Amber Heard to like twelve seconds of screen time, and I think people will go out to support that. That that's a good point. I, so. I, I think I do agree with you there. I think it will do better than the Marvels, probably in that. 40 what 45 to 47 range well marvel maybe. the marvels did 46 so i like i think again I you mean, think it'll do 50 i think it'll do 50 i think it'll do between 50 and 60 okay so i like i would say like yeah i i don't know why i thought the marvels did like 42 yeah or no. something like that but uh yeah i think it'll i think it'll top out at most probably around that 52 but yeah. I think more closer to 40, between that 48 to 50 is yeah. probably closer. But again, who knows what changes in the, when is it? The 20, when does it come out? Uh, it just says September in this one. Um, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like it could easily like, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's a $215 million movie. So regardless, it still has to make like $600 million to make its money. December 22nd. Okay, the 22nd. Yeah. So, you know, it. so we'll see. I don't know. Like if, here's the thing, is if it opens to 60, they should be happy. Oh, they should be ecstatic. Like if, domestically, if it opens to 60. Now, you know, they were making such a big deal about snakes and songbirds or whatever it's called. Um opening to to 49 over the um the first weekend domestic you know and it's like well at first they said 51 <laughs> so you know it, it it you know it came down a couple million but you know it's friday did 19 and 6 only or 5.8 of that was um what's it called thursday and so you know, it has, it has come up like, you know, they don't have, they don't have a, you know, $1 million day in their second week. Like the Marvels did, um, you know, the, the Wednesday after it came out, the Marvels did 1.7 that Thursday it did 1.25, you know, and it has not come up again over 2 million since last Sunday. Um, whereas the hunger games was, you know, 19, 14, 10, five, six, seven, five, 11, 11, six, you know, I mean, it, it, it's got much stronger legs than mm-hmm. captain Marvel. Yes. And I will say, um, having watched, um, Ryan's pitch report, pitch, uh, pitch meeting on this, like, I don't have to see this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> There's a point where he's like, "Yeah, there should be jokes here, but there aren't." <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, so 
I, you know, if Captain Marvel's to the Marvels, whatever, like, I, if it crosses, like, it's gonna maybe cross two hundred million next week. I don't know. I mean, it's gonna have to make a little over eleven million dollars in the next seven days, and I don't see that happening. I really don't like the way it's no. trending down. Um, plus, it's it's losing more theaters. I mean, it lost almost a thousand theaters. So it's going to lose more. Nobody wants to see it. And then with uh, the Hungry Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, I mean, it's about Snow being the, the good guy, essentially. Even though, like, he's yeah. talented with snakes and Rachel Ziegler's character is apparently Snow White because she walks around singing to, to animals. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll keep checking back. All right, let's move on to uh, Blue Beetle. All right, I want your initial like thirty, like your tweet size take on what you thought about this movie. So, what is that? Uh, Two hundred forty characters or less, and go. Blue Beetle is an abject failure of a movie from a superhero <laughs> standpoint to a movie in and of itself. Nothing about this movie is worth seeing. Period. Zolo has charisma. <laughs> cool. All right. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. All right. I will say that that's 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 a pretty great way to sum it up. Um, this is a really racist movie. <laughs> like oh my considering on Hell Manuel Soto and Gareth Donut Al Soccer, I don't know. Um, like are both Hispanic. Uh a lot of this movie revolves around tacos. Like, not yeah, just the fact yeah. that George Lopez is Toyota Tacoma. He keeps referring to it as his, as his taco, which is, is a common nickname for Tacomas, yes. But when your Mexican lead is screaming, my taco, my taco, it's like, what is happening here? And then um, Susan Sarandon referring to uh, um, the scientist as, as Sanchez the whole time. Yeah, and his name what was his name? Uh, I, what was his name? Don't even know. Um, it was where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Um, what was that kid's name? I liked him. He was in um the the um the one movie about where the girl saw the singing. He's not even in here listed as a main character. He's got a ton of lines. Anyway, whatever. But um. But yeah, I, it's just like I, I don't know. Like Susan Sarandon was super racist. It it was it was just bad all the way around. Um, and uh, and again, outside she, of oh sorry, she yeah. mailed it in. Oh, she mailed. Oh, this was yeah, absolutely a paycheck. This was an That's email. It. She just emailed it in. She didn't even bother putting a stamp on yeah. it. Like yeah, this was. They paid a crystal price. For a Mad Dog 2020 performance. <laughs> so, with her. Yeah. Um, Thanks for that, Sam Webb. Dude, Sam Webb, I don't know who you are, but we should get him on the show. Um, <laughs> so, I, I agree with you. Zolo is great. I think Zolo could be an amazing Jaime Reyes with the right script and director. Um, I think... <sighs> I, you know, the... Okay, I'm just going to break it down. I'm going to go through the cast. Okay, so Zolo, James, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. I think he did a fine job. I think the suit looked great. I think that yep. was really the highlight of the movie is the suit and the suit's powers. Um, of course, you know, having the, you know, just having to be a, a female voice was weird. Like, cause like in, uh, in the cartoon, they should have just used the voice from, from Young Justice. I still haven't seen him. Like, anyway. I've seen that, but not 
Blue Beetle in yeah, it. It's season so. two. Um, so you know, there was that. I, I you know, I, I think he was really good. Um it was it was it was interesting, um, to say the least. The the suit burning the clothes off every th- time was kind of silly and and like it was funny the first time, but then it's like he could have been like, Hey, don't burn my clothes, and it would have done just fine. Um Belisa Escobado, Escobedo, as uh, his sister, might be one of the worst characters in fiction of all time. She she is just completely obnoxious. She is uh, what was the word I, I I said to you in the text? Anyway, um. She's obnoxious. She's like, she's like, oh, well, uh, you could have gone to college. And she goes, but then I wouldn't be $100,000 in debt. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're working these shit jobs that, like, you're overqualified for somehow, yet underqualified to do anything else. Um, And then, like, spoilers, by the way, the scene where their dad dies, she just melts down. Like, yet, like, when it comes to using the scarab tech, then she's all of a sudden, like, great at it. Yes. Like, they showed she can't perform in a um, in a crisis, and then all of a sudden, you know, there she is. Um, Adriana Barbaza as Nana is the highlight of the film. She, you called her insufferable. Insufferable. Thank you. Yes, not Nana, uh, Malargo, the sister. And this is the thing about, like, when you're talking about the Nana and yeah. and Zolo. There was a major issue with tone in this movie. Yeah, in the sense of right. They didn't, they were trying to get lighthearted, but they were trying to do the family thing with, you know, with touch. Mm-hmm. And then they try to make the, I don't know his name, but the Omac. Oh yeah. They tried like to make Hinchman. him a, 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 someone you should care about. Yeah. 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 It, it, so it was just, and this is what, this is one of those examples of a movie where you watch yeah. it. You turn off the movie. His name was Carapax. And you think to yourself. Ignacio uh, yeah, Carapax. Okay. Sorry. I was going to get to him too. And, but yeah. And you, you turn off the movie and you look and you think and you stare into space and you say, how in the hell did this movie get made with all the terrible, I mean, objectively, and I'm going to say that, objectively terrible writing in this movie? I will how tell you how. How like this get, get, get past because job just second and third editing just like land aquaman right this was diversity but there was no diversity no there was you know like it's not diverse when everybody is the same thing you you people have to start to realize that please um they don't no they don't uh the dad his dad um was played by damian alcazar um you know he's he's a great actor it's like what a goddamn waste, you know. He's he shows up in in like cool shit all the time. He's in the Chronicles of Narnia, um, you know. But like, what was the show? He oh he was in Narcos, um, but no, there was a show. I think that's where I know him from. Narcos. Yeah, no, I knew him from something else too. Maybe it was maybe it was um, Narnia, but uh, anyway, like he's he's a fantastic actor when he shows up in things like. You know, not just, um, you know, not just, you know, bullshit superhero movies. Like, he's fun. Uh, the mom. The mom was fine. The mom was, like, the least, like, fleshed out character for some odd reason. Right? Yeah, she was. Um, there, there, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then we get to Jenny Cord, who the actress is Brazilian. I do not know why. They had her speaking in a traditional American accent when she lived in Mexico, right? Like, why not just let her? She sounded like she had dentures. Because the way it clicked when she talked and she's like, so Jaime, you are a superhero now and you have to protect a scarab at all costs. It's like, what is happening here? 
<laughs> I love your silence like, to it, that. <laughs> so, I thought The Flash was a bad, 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 bad mm-hmm. movie. There were about 15 minutes of action, that action set piece that I actually liked that, in, in this? that movie. Or and I also Flash? thought, no, in The Flash. Okay. I also thought Sarah Callis, whoever, whatever her name is that played Supergirl, I, I will it, give it to her that I, I thought she did a decent job. You know, she did, she did great she with what she was Supergirl. given. She did great yes. with what she was given. Yes. And, and she so, was not giving anything near the meat that Henry Cavill was given for Man of Steel. So, but I, in that it was part, the I same she, character, you know. So, with that said, there was nothing in this movie that I liked. I mean, wow, when I say wow. this movie, I don't mean like this Zolo and the suit. I mean, from a standpoint of, was there a two-minute scene in this movie that I was like, oh, that was really cool. I want to watch. This I mean, again. when they ripped off no, him learning to fly with all the Iron Man, going up to space and then falling down, oh, and that's like, the other thing. You know, that oh was my- fine, I guess. The fact that the face looked just like Deadpool, um, you know, there, there there was all of that. Uh, but let, let's keep going here because uh, we've got Raul Max Trulio, who was Ignacio Carapax. He was the lieutenant bodyguard who is also the uh, the OMAC. Um, so OMAC is like a satellite that has the brother eye. And, and OMAC is actually a person, like hero, villain, whatever you want to call it. Um, Dan DiDio had a total hard-on for OMAC for, for 25 years. Um Anyway, that was so stupid. Um, Susan Sarandon, like we said, she emailed this one in. So she was Ted Cord's sister in this. And she thought that Ted um, wasn't ruthless enough in, in everything. And, you know, she basically usurped Jenny to take over the company. Which was yeah. really stupid. Um George Lopez as Uncle Rudy, I thought was actually not as bad as the trailers made his character look. But again, my it, it in a vacuum and with the right tone and the right you know the right script, he would have been actually a, a pretty cool, funny, great, little, com- Gar- you know, great, yeah. great comic relief in the right hands. Yeah, because George but Lopez it, is legitimately it, funny. I'm, I've never been a huge fan of George he's, Lopez. So. Like, I, like, I'm not a huge fan, but he's legitimately funny. He really is. Well, well, I mean, I've, okay, that's neither here nor it doesn't matter. So, What matters is he stuck out so bad because of everything around him. Yeah. As far as, and again, I'm going back to that tone. It, it was so up and down, and they weren't able to use his experience and what he could have been, what the character could have been mm-hmm. in this movie. But instead, again, you, you know how, you know, one bad apple and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There were so many bad apples in this bunch. Right. In regards to how the movie was constructed, that even things that could have been good or could have been solid in the sense of not bad. Right. Were tainted by it. Right. And it's again, it goes back to what I was saying, uh, what we've said before about, you know, the Star Wars universe, even stuff that is that I think I like or I think it's decent is tainted by the fact that Disney Star Wars. For these years has almost always sucked and just taken the magic out of Star Wars. Oh, yes, absolutely. One hundred. And that's how I felt about this film, because, again, I. I think his character probably would have annoyed me a little bit, but not to the point that it did in this movie. Right. If it was better, better, better crafted movie, you're right. I think he could have been a good comic relief character Mm -hmm. and there could have been some good stuff used to break the tension. But again, this is just a poorly made movie, poorly directed movie. The CG, other than a couple scenes with the suit, the CG overall is is terrible. Almost, you know, yeah. The majority of the people in this movie do a horrible job acting either because they're not good actors or they, like you said, they emailed it in or the script is so bad that they're not good enough to, or they were, they might be so disheartened by what they read and said, I signed on to this shit that they just wanted to get out of there quick as possible. Right. Nothing in this movie. Other, like I said, I like Zolo as far as, I mean, I, I mean, he's just so charismatic. He's 
like you say, he is the true Karate Kid. He's the one and true some, Karate Kid. Let's, yeah, and let's the suit. Be fair. I thought the suit looked pretty good, and there were some cool things with the suit. But this movie is a failure on every level. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, and I I forced you to watch this. So. <laughs> Oh man, I was but, about to tap out, and you're like, "No, we have you have to finish." Everything. I was like, "We're like, reviewing right, it; you have right. to finish it." So, um, I, I I didn't think we were. I thought I was just watching it to watch it. No, and, no, I had a total so. ulterior motive there when I told you to watch it. Um, I'm like, ah, "All right, all right, I'll do it." It, it was it was a little a little bit of payback <laughs> for making me watch the killer. So I picked something objectively Dude. bad to watch. Not I would watch the killer a billion times anywhere. right? in a row before um, I'd ever watch this movie again. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, maybe not a billion, but... Yeah, maybe not once. <laughs> but um, <laughs> not one more time. Anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. So out of... Oh, where where we go? Uh, out of 10, when will, the insufferable, when will the insufferable sister character stops? What do you give this? Well, originally before we started, I said a two point two five. I can't do that. It's a two. A it's, two. It's, it's to quote Jeremy Johns, it's dog shit. Wow. Is that what Jeremy Johns said about it? Oh, I don't know. That's his lowest rating of a movie though. Oh. Ever. So all right. Well, for some reason I'm more positive than you this week. I gave it a three. I give it a whole extra point for Zolo. Um I will say this. Angel Manuel Soto. Sir, in the future, when you make a movie, here's a couple words of advice for you. One, shut the fuck up about anything that's not your movie. Two, don't talk about other countries' presidents getting assassinated. Three, don't attack fans before your movie comes out. And then four... Dude, just maybe go and make some other lower budget stuff first because Blue Beetle, while it only had a $104 million budget, it's only made $129.3 million worldwide. You needed to yeah. make at least $300 million for this movie, at least. So well, you've you know lost what he was doing when $180 million for, for Warner Brothers. So good job, I guess. Well, he was the type he's the type of guy that was born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. That's what it was. You think? <laughs> Shout out know. to Harbaugh for that one. Oh, okay. So that's what he said about Ryan Day. Oh, well, I mean, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Day, like accepted a program that all he had to do was just show up. So, um, yeah, that's why he yeah. said, yeah, that's why <laughs> I love that one. So, but one anyway. of my favorite burns. Um, yeah, this dude is a, a, like, he's not a very good human being based on how he treats people. In my opinion, um, I think he's an even worse director. So we're going to leave it there. Um, but yeah, so here's the thing. You don't have to watch this movie. We watched it so you don't have to. Pretty simple. Please don't watch this movie. Please so, don't watch this movie. You know, um, watch something more fun. Watch anything other than that. Beat yourself in the head with a mallet. I mean, yeah. I mean, that could be more fun. I don't That's know. That's how I, I felt mean, watching it. Right? All right. Whatever you're into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do you, as the, as the kids say nowadays, right? You do you. All right, let's move on. Um, the season 2A finale of Invincible aired this week. Um, and it's... Uh, it's doing what it needs to do as far as sticking closer to the comic book. Uh, obviously, they jetpacked over a bunch of stuff that um, did not happen or ha didn't happen on the show. So it is what it is. Um, but I, I, I still, I still think 
instead of four hour long episodes or 43 minute episodes, these should have been eight 22 minute episodes. I think they stuff so much into it that the pacing is a little bit off. Um, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. And, I see that. and so like, cause there were three different episodes in this, in the, in the, in this, in this, right. There's the Eve stuff that happens. Um, again, just negating how cool the Adam Eve special was. Um, and you could have thrown all the Debbie stuff in there with Eve. Um, you have, the Thraxian coming as seance dog to get Mark. That had been a great cliffhanger with him waving goodbye to Amber as they fly off into space. And then you have everything that happens on Thraxa. And you could have split that into, uh, you know, Mark getting there, meeting Omni-Man. And then the last episode of the eight would be Omni-Man and Mark fighting off the Viltrumites. Yeah. Okay. And, when, and when you, yeah. And so, Absolutely. yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying it to saying it. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking it down. No, right? no, I know. I was, so. It took me a minute to kind of like back up, and I was like, I think you're, I think you're right. And then you're explaining it, and I see it better because that's my problem with these episodes. Even though I think they're, I think they're solid. There's just so much back and forth going mm-hmm. on. It doesn't let things. It doesn't give you room to breathe. It doesn't. Right. Ge- right. Generally speaking. Especially like, for example, what you mentioned with the Adam Eve stuff, right? It and and uh, his mom. It, it just it's just so quickly done with this stuff, and then with the Mauler twins. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about just, them. Yeah, but the Mauler skirting. Oh, it just goes so. F- the Mauler twins could have been just like an end cap to an episode, right? Like the Angstrom Levy yeah, stuff right. should all be post credit scenes, and this Mauler stuff should be a part of that. Um. But yeah, it's just, you know, or like Eve. Eve could have been the end credit scene for, for eight episodes in this in this series because she doesn't interact with Mark at all. No. It, it's just her and William, not Will, William, and Amber, um, you know, and, and again, it's not, none of it is bad. That's the thing. It's just not great. And maybe I'm being too judgmental I, because this is my top two favorite comic of all time. No, I, I don't think you are. It's, and even though you definitely you're liking it more than me. And I think that's the the thing I have the issue with. And I don't know, especially last week, I don't know if I you know, verbalized it in the way because I it, it was just because I'm watching it and I'm thinking, it's not bad. You know, it's it. This is not bad. Like it, I didn't dislike it like I disliked the first season, but there was still something that was rubbing me the wrong way, and that's what it is. I think there's just so much, and it's cut, cut, cut. With yeah. you know, when I say cut, I mean see, go go to this scene, go to that scene, come back to this scene. It's like and watching a WWE match said, when someone's up on the rope doing the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten punches. And they're jumping back and forth from two different camera angles for every punch. Right. That's the problem. And if they did that, and if they cut it into two, the, you know, the, into the, the, those 48 eight minutes, they cut them in half, it would have allowed you to get a more clearer picture of what's going on and time to digest it instead of jumping back and forth. So uh, that that yeah. is actually, thank you for verbalizing that. And yeah. I just give it, finally giving me the why it's what is rubbing me just not right quite right with this it's right. not the characterizations necessarily other than you know amber other than mark being better. a little fucking bitch it's not like and amber's that, yeah. been way better this uh she's been a lot season. better yeah. she's yeah even though i i yeah i think they listened I, I, I do think they way. listened to a lot of the stuff that was out there to the comments yeah, I, I think they did because of the, some of the changes. It really feels like this is totally different than the way they were going in season one. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, I, again, I think I think the strong parts of the show are the voice acting. Um, even when the characters are saying are saying something stupid, the voice acting is really good. You know, plain and simple. Um, I think, uh, 
I think the other fun thing is the animation. Um, like last week when, when Alan got decimated and destroyed, they did a good job with that this time. Like when um, Ponytail Knife got her jaw punched off. You know, oh, that was yeah, that was pretty cool. Now, here's the thing in the comic, it was just two Viltrumites who were sent. Um, and it was more interesting because it's like, oh, okay, Mark couldn't take one by himself, and because of that, he put Nolan in a space in a spot where Nolan got captured. Um, whereas, like, yeah. it's like, well, they had overwhelming odds this time, like, it just, like, it just was, you know, kind of a, a silly thing to me. And they tried to ch- they tried to do the same thing by having him hesitate when t- taking out the knife ponytail knife woman out, which yeah. caused Nolan to lose focus and still get right. hit from behind. Right. But whereas he got that before, but it was he didn't lose focus because of that. It's because Mark actually was able to like stop who he needed to stop to a point, um, but then Nolan was worried about him and who will eventually be Oliver. And, you know, all of that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, there are things that still bother me with the direction of their storytelling. But it's more storytelling in the sense. What bothers me more is the storytelling and how it's just stuffed in a this big thing stuffed in a box that's it's too snug of a fit right and cutting it down into or cutting it down not cutting it down but Splitting cutting it, it from 48 minutes to two one episode mm. to d- two episodes or you know what i mean yeah. for each one iteration would have made things a lot easier to digest right not even that it's just it would have added like more urgency and and, and more drama to to scenes that needed it and then the things like the, then the the you know the B and the C stories with Eve, Amber, and William, and then Debbie would have had more weight to them. And then the you know the underlying like tertiary whatever you know storyline with the Mahlers and Angstrom Levy because Angstrom Levy is going to show up much later as a mega villain, you know, um, would have been way cooler. But I don't know. Um, like I said, I I I um, I like this one more than you. Um, so out of uh, what do we call this? Uh, so out of five, why is Mark such a bitches? I give it a four point oh one. Yeah, and I gave it a three point three five. So yeah, I mean, like last week you were a three point seven five, and I was a four point one two, and you know for the penultimate, but. I, I did. I liked I liked this one. Um, you know, not as much as last week, but I thought it was good. Uh the Seance Dog stuff was weird. Uh they really had to truncate truncate the Thraxis, uh Thraxins. Um, because of all the other stuff they, they just stuffed into a, a you know, the ten pounds of story into a five pound bag. Uh mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I don't think they touched enough on the fact that the Thraxans only live for a year, uh, like an Earth year, um, and why it's important and, like, how Nolan was able to become the emperor in just a few months or, you know, of being there. Um, like, right. more than half of their like, population had turned over in the time that he yeah, got and, there. Yeah, and that's the one thing they didn't mention because the wife – the, the or I guess you would call her yeah, his wife Mark's stepmom. Yeah. Uh, she does say that you know how how they live for only about a year. Right. I don't know if she actually says a year, but she says they have a very short lifespan. But they never they never mentioned the part of how you know Nolan became the emperor basically of right. her people. Right. So. And you know again, like I don't I don't look at it as like a bad thing. It's just like having more more time is not always the best thing right like having mm-hmm. having a like you know like we, we you know we we've come <laughs> so like i've come even further than you in the in the way of like what i look for in a series where before it was like oh 22 episodes was way too much give me 16 
right? And then it's like, no, I'll take 13. And now it's like, you know, just give me six really good episodes. <laughs> and that's not yeah. good either. Well, again, it's always for me about the, the quality. Right. And if you can give me good quality and a tight storyline in say 13 episodes yeah. or in say a three right. and a half hour movie, I'm all for it because if it's, if it's really good and you can keep it good, I want more of it. Right. But if, even if it drags a little bit, that's when you need to cut things down. So, and yeah, I'm going to, so I'm going to prove your point. So I've been rewatching billions, right? Um, mm-hmm. Billions is a Showtime show and it is seven, 12 episode seasons. They make the best of all 12 episodes. Now, mm-hmm. we look at what happened with the House of the Dragon. It was 10 episodes. They did not make the best of their 10 episodes. Instead of telling a cohesive story, they told three seasons worth of television in 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. So none of it made sense. Yes. And you got to the end where the kids, where, where um, Renera and Allison's children were... Um, Yes, I said children's because it's two groups of children. Um, aged up three consecutive episodes, and there was the one where you're like, "Is that Matt Smith or is that her son? Like, what is happening here?" Right, you know, and and that was a problem. That was a huge problem for that show. Oh, absolutely! Like, if they would yeah. have stuck with the teenage girls, who were obviously the better actresses than the adults, I said it. I've been saying it for over a year now. I stand by it. That first yeah. season would have been on par with some of the better Game of Thrones. Absolutely. So yep. I'm not saying it would have been better than because we don't know, but it definitely would have been at the very least on par. And again, going back to that giving time to breathe or the or giving the story mm-hmm. time to breathe. The fact that you have that many time that the that those big time jumps in your first season, right. it's ru- it's a rush job. You recast and your show. After season five, episode five or six, whatever right. it was, you know, right. Or was it seven? I mean, it and was late. It was late. That was, it was episode five. Yeah, it was episode you're five. Right. So yeah. So halfway and through you recast your show and it's like, what are you doing? Just as we're starting to under, really get to know these actresses right. and these characters, you, you flip it like that. And it completely, I remember after that, we were both, me and Jess were like, it took us a while to get back into what was going on first. Yeah. That could, because episode six, you have to relearn everything you have to work. Okay. What's going on now within the world. And to that point, and, 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 you know, I don't want to get too much into the house dragon. So I'll go back to another show that like, to your point, as far as cutting down 22 episodes, for example, supernatural, right. love supernatural. One of my favorite shows. You could have cut every season to 13 episodes. I mean, and... you could have just kept it at five seasons. You could have cut every season to thirteen episodes. Like I said, like, although, se- although se- keeping keeping all was, I think, keeping all five seasons of the show at thirteen episodes yeah. would have been great. So season three, I think, was that was that first strike we got, and it was cut to I don't know if it was thirteen or sixteen. Yeah, but that was that's different. And that's what I find with Invincible. Again, we're talking about in general, making most of your time. That's mm-hmm. the important thing. Making most of the time you have, whether it be in a 30-minute time slot, yeah, a full season, an arc over several seasons, a 400-page book, two-hour movie, whatever it is, right. making the most of your time. And some things do it extremely well. Some things do not. Yeah. Some things are up and down. And I, I, you know, going back to Invincible, I think Invincible is in that third category where it does some things well, but you can see the kind of, you know, the herky jerkiness Mm -hmm. of not getting enough time or putting too much into one episode and not getting enough time with a certain storyline. You would be correct, sir. So, um, and yeah, I mean, for me, like that, that, that to me is the biggest problem with the show. Like, I, understand and i can get past it not being like panel perfect right um but yeah it's just kind of like great like let's let mark grow let's let mark like at this point mark like nolan tells mark he has to use his powers to get stronger he has to push himself and mark doesn't know that mark does not know that at the end of this episode 
because they put so much extra crap in there. Whereas they could have had a much bigger focus on what was happening there over the course of two or three shorter episodes. Yes. Plain and simple. Exactly. Anyway. All right. So yeah, (laughs) I'm done. I'm done talking. I've had enough. (laughs) Oh, by the way, it was uh, 16 episodes for, for supernatural. Um, that season three season three and then it says here there's a season six through 15 and apparently season seven through 13 had 23 episodes each and this alleged 14 and alleged 15th seasons had 20 episodes apiece had 20 yeah so but um yeah I mean, I, I distinctly remember the show ending at season five, and then we did that really cool when they did, like, they came back, like, did that 10-year retrospective on the finale, like, that we reviewed, like, was fun. Yes. You are but, absolutely incorrect, sir. I mean, it was it was a great little, like, oh, hey, let's revisit what's what's happening here, and, you know, oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Good times. Fun for all. Oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Go what? blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The next thing you're going to do is try and tell me there were two additional seasons of Buffy, and I don't believe you. On that note, folks, the denial is real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note... Thank you all for listening to this nonsense. Uh, Charlie, if you listened all the way through, again, I guess we're going to have to say go Wolverines? No, go blue. Well, whatever. Uh, So for me, go blue means go Giants, which they won again today. What the hell? Or as they like to say in the locker room, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. That's just like shoehorning Wolverine into that. No, it's a chant. It's something. Get with the program. I mean, yeah. Okay. (laughs) On that note, um, Daryl's going to go steal some signs, and we'll talk to you all later. (laughs) Bye. See ya. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.